0: Hi, this is Davis, this podcast, we're still thinking of names for it, I think we're going to do uh, my take and only take, because it is my take on college football, and it's the only one that I think matters, um, what we're going to talk about is a little bit of everything in college football, so we're going to start with the most uh, relevant, uh, as it is today, August 25th. And that would be the NIL and what I think about that and the SEC getting two new members, um, Oklahoma and Texas. Um, And then we're going to dive into other parts of college football as it pertains to the alliance with the Big Ten, um, ACC and Pac-12, leaving out the Big 12 so we'll be interested to see what happens there but let's jump into the first order of business and the nil rule that just came out over the summer i think that is something very big that is gonna change the landscape of cross college football and how we perceive it um as far as me being a fan of it i understand why they uh, the ncaa did it as a whole they were losing on opportunities i think what you could see from the g league with players saying well i can make a five hundred thousand if i go join the g league i don't really need to play one year of college basketball i think that's had a lot of things to do with it so they had to do something they couldn't do they couldn't be silent anymore and then them implementing that rule just opened up the floodgates in college football specifically because those are the athletes that get the most scrutiny they get the most pressure to the most fame they get there's what's faced on these universities so i'm very interested to see on I know it's only been like a couple months, maybe two or three, that this has actually been a rule. I want to see what it looks like in about five years before I say how much I love it or hate it. I would say right now I like it. I don't love it per se. The only reason why I like it is because I do think it is fair for these athletes to spend their whole um, days, weeks, months on a specific task. And like they don't get a typical college of life like all of us do. And so you're asking them to forfeit that just so you can make the university and the conference make millions and millions and sometimes even billions of dollars on these athletes. I think it's time that they finally get their cut and I'm glad that they finally get the opportunity to do that. The only uh reason why I don't love it yet is because I hope that we can find a system to make it a little bit fair for these mid-majors. And like Kennesaw, you have like Jacksonville State. You know, I would like to see a little bit more parity in that. Um, For instance, because I'm afraid it's going to affect recruiting and what talent we get. Because if we get a borderline athlete that could have gone to like a some belt school like a Georgia Southern or Georgia State where it's a little bit bigger, so they can get more money. I think that'll hurt. A, that'll hurt a little bit. So I'm interested to see the next couple of years what it actually does to the actual game as far as the impact, um, and also how they're gonna regulate it. I think that that's very tough to do as an 18 year old uh, kid. In my opinion I'm interested to see what that's going to look like with agents with you're gonna have agents knocking on the doors of these top like hundred recruits all the time in high school asking to market them and stuff like that Well families and kids don't know how to do that and what that is so what legally and What's that going to look like? So a lot of this is all up in the air stuff. That's why I can't say I don't love it just yet. And that why that's why I need to wait like a little bit, five years, you know, let these freshmen go through school and see how it actually affects them and how uh, it'll actually be enforced. So that's kind of my little take on the uh, NIL rule that just came out. So very exciting, very happy the athletes finally get to profit off of that. And now we're going to transition into the SEC and these conferences because, I'm a, like I said, in five years, I want to see this IL, I, NIL rule, you know, what's what going on there. Well, in five years, we may only be down to three conferences because the SEC just got two new members in Oklahoma and Texas, and they are no longer going to be in the Big 12. And every report is different nowadays that apparently I just read an article. I can't remember the source of the article, but it was a pretty credible source. And it was the that Oklahoma and Texas could possibly be playing football next year, 22 season in the SEC, which is crazy because they both are tied down to the Big 12 till 2025. And so you just had reports come out Monday saying... That there's going to be an alliance with the Big 12, or excuse me, the Pac 12, Big 10, and ACC all agreeing that we're all going to play each other to get these head to head matchups to compete and to combat the SEC. And the only thing I have to say about that is how long is that going to be until you have Ohio State, Clemson, you're going to have. Florida State's going to be back. Well, they're going to sit there and say, well, we don't want to play all these scrubs in the ACC or the Big Ten. Let's just play out all out of conference games so you'll have – Clemson play Ohio State, Notre Dame, Oregon, whatever hot team is going on in the respective conferences so they can get a beefy schedule. And so when it comes playoff time, the committee can say, oh, well, Clemson, you're in the ACC, but you went out and played Michigan, you played Ohio State, you played Oregon. So you didn't just beat up on just your ACC school. So you're quality of wins look a little bit better as an Alabama or like an Oklahoma having played a rigorous schedule in the SEC. So it's gonna be very interesting to see how these alliances do and how they actually are gonna work to combat this powerful SEC conference. And ultimately what's gonna happen in my opinion is that it's just going to get narrowed down to three conferences. I think you're going to have the SEC, the Pac-12, and the um, Big Ten, in my opinion. And you're going to have to eliminate the ACC and Big 12. I think that Big 12 eventually is just going to get uh, dissolved with the Pac-12 and the Big Ten. And then I think the ACC is just going to split with the SEC and Uh, Big uh, Ten, like Clemson, um, Florida State coming to the SEC, Georgia Tech coming back to the SEC because of their history and their rivalries in the SEC already. I think that could be a possibility. So I think you could not see a Power 5 anymore, but a Power 3, and it'd be SEC, Big Ten, and the Pac-12. So that's kind of my emphasis on these kind of college uh these conferences coming uh together and saying what are we gonna do with the sec and it being almighty and powerful and the ncaa not really having a say in it because in in my opinion the ncaa is dead i think that it was good while it lasted but we saw after covid and after this nil rule they really aren't needed anymore once you have Four out of the five power five conferences say they want to do something it's going to get done and so that's why this in my opinion power three conferences let them govern themselves and have at it and then the NCAA talk uh, enforce FCS and your group of five and your uh, Division two athletes because at this point the NCAA has not been what it's both well, not lived up to what it really needs to be and that's a face of the NCAA a commissioner if you will to say this is what it's going to be and this is how it's going to be I think that it's just been kind of free reigned and that the power five has kind of run the show for the NCAA and it's time for them to break away and do their own thing not saying that it'd be a bad a bad thing to let them do their own thing but I mean it would create much more divisibility in a way the ncaa can control it and they can monetize it how they want it and not have to worry about these other five power five conferences getting in the way so that was a little bit of uh what we're going to be talking about this semester with these episodes um i hope that we can continue with getting more information about these uh nii rules and stories i'd love to you know be able to talk about my take on those and these power uh conferences uh disbanding and um coming together like the separation um so we'll see how that goes have a good one bye-bye